Welcome to Bring Your Brilliance. Are you ready to find and amplify your voice? Looking to be inspired by those who are already out there making it happen? Listen in as we shine a light on those who bring their full, authentic selves to do what they love, make no apologies, and don't try to fit into other people's boxes. With your host, Carla Taylor, who, after years of being inspired by the brilliantly shining people she was meeting, decided others need to hear these stories too. Welcome to Bring Your Brilliance. We are so glad you are here and joining us today. Welcome, 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 everyone. And my name is Carla Taylor. I am your host of Bring Your Brilliance, and this is the Inspired Choices Network. So hopefully as you are starting this brand new year, you are making your own inspired choices and you are inspired by others who are doing the same. That's really what this show is all about. I am here to help you learn more about how to bring your own brilliance to the world. Every single one of you has your own unique blend of gifts and talents and everything else that has been a part of your experience that has formed and shaped who you are and who you are becoming in this world. And Bring Your Brilliance is really about stepping fully into that and not making any apologies or not trying to fit into other people's boxes or doing the things that don't align with your very core of your being. And as I have been doing this myself and putting myself out front, um, I have been learning how different it is when you are out there actively taking action every single day on Bring Your Brilliance. And so in the year 2020, that's really the focus is even tiny little things that you can do every single day to take action and to focus on bringing your own brilliance to the world. So today we have a very, very special treat, a very special guest, and this is a person that I have been hearing amazing, wonderful things about for quite some time, and I'm so happy to have connected. And the topic for today is really about being limitless and creating your own limitless 5D reality. So for you, have you been dreaming of a new limitless reality? Do you wish you could sometimes experience just a new world, a new 3D virtual reality world has been really wildly popular, or wish you'd gotten an Oculus Quest, or maybe you've gotten one and you've been spending a lot of time in there. But what if you could experience something even better, something completely new, a, a new life and a new reality without any external equipment, but simply by rewiring your own consciousness. So today I'm talking with Matthew Patty about how you can shift from your current 3D world, which often is filled with struggle, lack, and limitation, to a 5D life filled with clarity, confidence, and the limitless reality that is very much within your reach. So a little bit about Matthew Patty. He is a global leader in consciousness, spiritual growth, and human potential. He's known among peers as a visionary, a futurist, and an alchemist. He's the founder of Innerversal Academy, helping business owners and entrepreneurs upgrade their human experience by becoming clear, confident leaders in control of their life results. Matthew is also the creator of the renowned Zero Limits Shape Your Best Life program for people who want to shift their mind, body, and consciousness from that 3D world of, of struggle that we just talked about to the 5D life 
filled with clarity, confidence, and unlimited, unlimited possibilities. For 25 years, Matthew built several six- and seven-figure businesses and has been applying his unique blend and understanding of metaphysical principles with business strategy to help transformational leaders, conscious business owners, and holistic practitioners scale their businesses and their consciousness. So, Matthew, welcome to the show. Carla, great to be here, Carla. Very excited (laughs) to have you. I'm so thrilled that you were able and we were able to maneuver our schedules even from you're all the way in Australia, I'm here in Indiana, we've got our producers in Canada. This truly is an international show today. So thank you so much for taking out time from your very, very busy schedule to give us some some wisdom and learning from um, one of the people I admire most in the world. You really are amazing. So thank you so much. Thank you, Carla. Yeah, very, very honored to be here. And I, I love these shows. I, I, uh, I think, you know, thinking back to um, Native American uh, custom and wisdom, you know, we're born with a certain number of words, and I know that mm. I've got many. So I'm happy to share those <laughs> and, and my experiences along the way. Yes, I think I have a lot of words, too. I must have so many. I have to keep getting them out in places like radio shows and podcasts. That's awesome. Please it a pod. Love it. So I would love, and what I like to do at the beginning of each of my shows is to really help people. So many people have their own career paths, their own career journeys, their own ways that they have gone about their lives trying to figure out what their purpose is or their passion or their calling. Or For some people, they're just working and trying to figure out what's next. But it's really fascinating to me to walk through just very briefly high-level overview of, of how did you get here? Like, what was your career path to get you to the point that you're you're at today? But even before that, when you even started down this part of your journey what was it that that took you from maybe a more traditional career path into this incredible 5D life that you're now teaching other people about? Mm. Yeah, well, I'm I'm glad you said a high level because uh, some people like the details. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh-huh. be uh, let, let's give you a snapshot. So, I remember when I was probably at least seven, eight, nine, ten, being interested in in secrets of the unknown, you know, secrets of mysteries and, um, you know, the occult and all those sort of things at, at a very superficial sort of level. That sort of grew through my teens into my late teens, my early 20s, where I, you know, really started becoming more interested and studying, you know, all things in the alternative arts, you know, whether it was about face reading, palm reading, tarot, crystals, spiritual healing, you know, energy medicine, all those sorts of things. I'd always been been very sporty and, you know, loved movement and sort of leaned more into a physical career. Uh, And so trained as a um, uh, professional physiologist. So I used to help, you know, doctors and surgeons and elite athletes and CEOs and all those sorts of people, you know, prepare for, I guess... um, you know, the human condition, you know, prepare their physical body and their, and their mental body as well, um, whether it was pre or post-surgery or pre, pre or post-event, uh, sporting or just health and, and healing. Um, that's, that's spent uh, the best part of a decade and a half, if not two decades, where I opted in and out of that at several 
at several times to explore, you know, the, the different nature, my different nature, you know, my, my inquisitive nature. So I, you know, spent a little bit of time in the stock market. I spent a little bit of time in uh, marketing and media. And that push come to shove, I knew that there was a stirring over the, over a decade or so. I knew that there was something else. And quite uh, randomly, and I guess we can look back and join the dots, that from having a, uh, a health business, I then was invited to co-found a nutrigenomics company, and that is you know, how, our, how nutrition and our lifestyle and our environment interfaces and interacts with our, uh, our genes and epigenetics, so how we upregulate and downregulate our genes so that we can live a healthy long life. That, um, that took a life of its own and you know, raised capital and all those sorts of things. That was then you know, uh, run by the board and I could really move on and do something that was really passionate. So leading to the pointy end of the spear, it was around the, uh, the end of 2012 and I've been doing a huge amount of personal shifting and personal evolution. You know, my world had changed considerably in my personal world and in my, uh, my business world over a period of two, two years. And I'd done a lot of shedding um, and a, a lot of letting go and really laying uh, a new foundation, I guess a blank slate for the real next step, my evolutionary leap to, to emerge. And, hmm. you know, in a lot of the interviews that I do, it, I, I often say that it was one moment, one message, one mission. And my mentor at the time, you know, we'd been spending three or four days together in quite a large group. And there was, you know, our consciousness had expanded incredibly. And at the end of our time together at, at those, uh, those four days, you know, we, we uh, found each other uh, opposite each other looking and what we call dristy. So just uh, looking eye to eye, but connecting soul to soul. And in that moment, uh, geez, there's definitely a book in it, but it essentially <laughs> time space uh, expanded. And what I received was a massive download of information of, you know, words and imagery and knowledge and, and uh, you know, plans and uh, key dates and, and, um, and turning points, largely speaking for myself, but also for humanity. And that moved me for months you know, really moved me physically, emotionally and spiritually for months. And that then set my compass to this deeper work, which is to access our true self, to really awaken our unique talents, gifts and abilities and to help other people do that, which is where I am right now. Wow. That's, that is amazing. And I, I love the different things you talked about, like with the shedding, but then also like you literally call it a download. And I know when we were talking about this show and, and about what to talk about, and there's, there's so many coaches and, and practitioners out there who do all of them amazing different types of work, but they're all, you know, they're, they're di very different levels to interact with consciousness and to interact with the energy in the world and all of the things that I personally spend a lot of time talking to a lot of these people. And so I've heard a lot of things, very similarly from other people. But what's so different about you is exactly what you just said about almost this, you, you called it a download and, and why I even wanted to bring in the whole 3D versus 5D. And a lot of people think that VR is the future, virtual reality and all of these things. And of course, there's all this technology going around that, but there's also this completely separate thing <laughs> happening in the world right now. 
and I know you and I briefly talked about it before, and I've talked to some other people who what you mentioned with that soul-to-soul connection and that ability to communicate on a totally different plane, or I don't even know if that's the right word that you would use, realm maybe, um, that that is, that is actually real and it exists and it's a place where you absolutely know and understand and have received, like you just mentioned, all of this information that you're now recognizing the need to bring to and help others to be able to see as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and looking back again, joining the dots, you know, that time was a, a, a very auspicious time for me. It, it really, you know, the conversations I had within 24 hours of that download, you know, my friends, people that had been the closest to me for, you know, the best part of, of 12 to 24 months, they said, what's happened? You sound different. You actually look different. You know, every time I, I went to express and explain some of the information that I'd received or what had happened physiolo- physiologically to my body, you know, this upgrade that was occurring, it was like lightning strike, which is why, you know, my, my symbol is the, is the uh, lightning bolt. And I refer to the lightning bolt a lot uh, in, uh, as a metaphor for download. They, they said, where did this information come from? And essentially, it, it was a unification of wisdom and power in the moment. And so I believe that we all have wisdom and power baked into our cellular structure, our DNA, also into our, our field of, of energy. And with that, it, it, it's accessible. It's accessible to everyone when we move into alignment. And I just found myself... Okay, so I'm going to stop you right there because I want to hear yeah. a lot more about this and we're about to go to break. So we're going to come sure. back and talk more about that alignment of wisdom and power and how we can all access it. Again, this is Carla Taylor. I'm here talking with Matthew Patty on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call on the U.S. at 815 880 8255 or Canada at 
888-888-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Bring Your Brilliance. My name is Carla Taylor. We are here on Inspired Choices Network. And today we are talking with Matthew Patty, who is telling us all about how we can go from what we might currently experience in our lives to this new 5D reality version of of limitless possibilities, zero limits in our lives. And right before we went to break, Matthew was sharing about the moment um, where he really did have this huge lightning bolt, (laughs) is how I think you put it, Matthew, Um, of a download of all of this knowledge and everything else. So let's dig into that a little bit more because some people might be hearing that or just even hearing it for the first time right now and saying, what the heck are you talking about? (laughs) So tell me a little bit more about that in and of itself. You mentioned that people afterwards would see you and talk to you and and could even see and hear you talking differently. Um, So, and did you say that was in 2012? Yes. At a conference you were at? Okay. So you had this this consciousness that had been growing throughout this. Did you say it was at a conference, or where were you? Yeah, it was a uh, it, it was a an entrepreneurial community that had been created okay. and I'd been part of for the best part of six months up until that point. Okay, and so did this happen for everyone there, or was this really a unique situation that you experienced while you were there? Well. I certainly know that I'm unique and I know that everyone else in, in, in that community is unique as well. Uh, I do know that everyone, many people did experience, uh, you know, reach a, a shift or a realignment in some capacity. There were, you know, changes in people's lives, changes in people's um, uh, view or outlook on the world and their plans. So I know that there was a positive uh, gearing towards the expansion of consciousness and many people were experiencing that. Because I didn't share this story with many people, I was not privy to that which other people went through as well. However, I know in retrospect and through the conversations that I have had that it it was profound for people to hear because it was something that was had been building and one of my key words is inevitability. I know that I knew it was inevitable. I knew that something like this, this one moment, one message, one mission, I knew it was inevitable because of the build-up to, to this phase of what was happening inside of me personally. Yeah. And as you mentioned, you really from a very young age, even seven, eight, nine, you were exploring and interested in wanting to learn. And so you've spent, even as you're going along your career path, which you talked about you know, being um, in the healthcare field and helping people with their mind and body from a, you know, working with doctors and pre and post surgery and things like that. But you've always had this view of what was happening in this world and been cued into it probably more than most anyway, I would imagine. Yes. I, I knew that I had a, sen- uh, had a sensitivity to energy, uh, a deep compassion compass, 
for people. You know, I was bullied a little bit uh, as a child, not, not often, um, but, you know, I had a, uh, one of my eyes, I had a squint very, very early on, and that was corrected um, through surgery. But then, you know, every time I got fatigued and really, really, you know, um, busted a gut, as we say, you know, in sports, you know, I used to uh, have that lazy eye sort of come back in, and, and I used to be made fun of for that. So I built up my resilience around that but also built up a resilience and a compassion for other people for, you know, what they might be going through. And so, you know, the vibration that, you know, looking back on it now, the vibration that they were emanating at that time, whether it was weight or lack of confidence in some area or whatever it may be. So that carried me far um, in, in my own, um, I guess, uh, personal reflections and my, my relationships with people. The through my, my health career, I did not reveal much of my, my spiritual depth because I was afraid of judgment. I was afraid of ridicule. I was afraid of, you know, because it was a very physical world. It was the, the world of objects and things. It's the world of the body. And so that's what I excelled at. So to take some people deeper into that was, you know, obscure. Um, so I only shared it with, with some very close clients. Uh, to the point that I could actually see into their body. I knew what was going on. I could see the body as a heat map and all these sorts of things, which we can talk about another time. But um, So there was a priming, definitely a priming. And the moment that that download occurred at the end of 2012, it was a shift into alignment. And it was an alignment to receive new information because you know we are always in alignment. This is the big thing, whether you want to manifest a new life or anything in the world for yourself or for others, it's about alignment. And so I had moved into a higher alignment in order to receive this higher knowledge and to receive this, uh, this wisdom that's available to us all. And that's, like I said, that started me on this, uh, this journey, this deepening journey. And I love that you're saying it's available to us all because I know a lot of people might be listening to us and thinking, okay, well, he's he's amazing, he's unique, but I'm not, I can't do that. I'm not like that. Like, what would you say to people that are thinking that right now? Love that question. Love it. The, I would say to those listening that have the self-doubt, that have maybe a little bit of self-judgment or may not feel in love with themselves enough right now to believe that more is possible for them, that more is available to them by way of wisdom, information, know-how. And yet we are all built from the same chemistry. We are all built from the same template, which is a higher template, a, a high vibratory template that expresses its true nature through light, information. It expresses its true nature through love. It expresses its true nature through creativity. It expresses its true nature through adventure and curiosity. So it is a key point to look at those areas of your life that spark joy, that look at those areas of your life that where you come alive and so too does your creative nature, whether it's... Uh, you know, looking at your business, your family, your personal health. Most of the people that suppress their inner power, most of them, if not all of them, are healers. And healers of varying kinds. 
healers of the mind, the body, the spirit, healers um, of the heart, healers of the emotion, all, all these sorts of things, all these sorts of uh, opportunities present themselves to us when we move into our natural alignment. And so natural alignment for me means that what comes from us when we are in our soul essence or when we are in alignment with our highest, uh, highest wisdom comes naturally to us. And we all have a natural innate intelligence that, that is accessible. But are we, are we making ourselves available to that? Are we open to receiving that? Or do we have the dogma and the institutional thinking and the, you know, the, uh, the wounds of the past occluding our vision and really uh, blocking our physical body from receiving this information, which is electromagnetic? It's so interesting. And as these things always go, I end up, Something I've just seen earlier today, like, comes into play when I'm having these conversations. But I literally just watched, it was one of those ad videos for a pillow. And it was some revolutionary new pillow or whatever it was. It was actually based on some ancient wisdom of a pillow that samurai soldiers or somebody used to use. But anyway, the point was that <laughs> it showed the alignment of the neck and the head. And that when people slept on this pillow, it opened up their alignment while they were sleeping so that they got more minerals going through their body and the sleep could be so much more restorative and it's you know i don't know anything about that actual pillow but i they show the visual of the alignment of the body with everything lining up so that everything could be free-flowing and that's what i'm picturing right now as you're talking about um alignment because so many people use that word so casually and i know being a coach and a trainer and a leadership development person we talk a lot about like alignment of the organization with their goals and that sort of thing and of course you want things to be on the same page but when you're using this word and the visual like i said that i'm seeing it's a much different version of like help me wrap my head around <laughs> how that fits together with what we usually think of with alignment of goals versus what I'm hearing you saying is really an openness and taking, like removing all those things that might cloud or block that openness to what we are meant to be. I don't know if you would say channeling, receiving, giving, maybe all of that. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love love the question again. And and I knew these sorts of questions were going to come from you, Carla. You've got a you know an especially <laughs> brilliant mind. I, I, I love it. Alignment is is like authenticity. It's overused. It's diluted, and it is mm. it, it, its truth is is evaporated and distorted a little bit. Not not intentionally, unconsciously by by many, and that's not a judgment. It's an observation. So as we move. Alignment for me, if I give just a, a quick, you know, use of imagination, that if you are aligned with something, it vibrates at a certain tone or pitch and therefore creates a certain reality. When something is not aligned for you, it will vibrate at a lower pitch and a lower tone and it will not feel aligned for you. So alignment really is availability. At the same time, it is accessibility. So when you are aligned with aligned or wired, let me put it this way, when you're wired for love 
you will see love everywhere. You will attract love, you will gift love, and you will be in a constant, ever-flowing exchange of love with yourself and others and the field around you and within you. When you are not in alignment with love because of distortions or because of fear or judgment of the self, uh, whether there's self-loathing or self-depreciating thoughts and feelings, then our external reality is reflected back to us in alignment with that. And so you might say, well, that doesn't feel very good. No, that's why you're out of a higher alignment and you're in a lower alignment. And lower meaning that it's a lower emotion. It vibrates at a lower strength. And so anger and sadness and guilt and shame and apathy even, you know, there is a lower vibrational tone to those emotions. And so emotions being the result of an experience, so our emotions are the end product of an experience. They are just chemicals. So we pick up our five senses, pick up the chemical uh, exchange and interpret it as an emotion and therefore label it as such. So if our body is vibrating in alignment with a higher truth, we will feel those elevated emotions. We will feel the joy, the love, the wholeness, the balance, the bliss, the excitement, the revelry, whatever it may be. And so in finding alignment in one's journey or finding alignment and becoming more magnetic to that which we desire, it is all about the higher instrument of emotion. It's using emotions as, a, as an instrument and a compass for leading us to that which we seek to experience. So I'm not sure whether that's answered okay, your question. So let's talk about that because I really want to learn more about what you're just saying about emotions. We are ready for our second break, so let's go ahead and and take a break here and come back and talk about exactly what you're just saying about emotions. So again, my name is Carla Taylor. We're here talking with Matthew Patty on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Bring Your Brilliance. My name is Carla Taylor. We are here on Inspired Choices Network. And today we are talking with Matthew Patty and a little bit more about what's coming up for Bring Your Brilliance. Uh, we do have our Bring 
or it's called the 90-Day Brilliance Planner, which helps you to focus on taking daily actions that will align with your, here I'm using the word align again, that will align with your um, your weekly, monthly, and the 90-day goals in order to get you to that whatever the thing is that you want to accomplish in 90 days in order to bring your brilliance to the world. So it might be a, a, a speech that you want to write for a keynote speech. It might be starting a podcast or a radio show. It might be writing a book. Whatever it is, this is a system for you to really access the creative parts of your brain, but in a very <laughs> focused way so that you can move forward faster and organize your beautiful chaos that is the mind of us who are creative and bring you into brilliant clarity, which is really a huge focus anytime. But I love that 2020, the year of 2020, really reminds us, as we say it, to think about clarity of vision. So I've also got some LinkedIn workshops that are available both locally here in Indianapolis, but also online for your LinkedIn profile, your LinkedIn company page, and LinkedIn content creation. So go on out to bringyourbrilliance.net to learn more about all of the great stuff that we have coming up for you. And Matthew, please tell us a little bit more about you, what you've got coming up, and how people can find you. Great. Yeah, I, I, uh, I love the idea of the 90-day the planner, for sure. And uh, that's definitely going to bring people into alignment, definitely. <laughs> um, so so if, if you'd like to know more information about the work that I do, you can go to matthewpatty.com. So two T's in Matthew, two T's in Patty. Um, there is a download um, on that page. It's called the, My Famous Tennis Ball Technique. It sounds really odd. I highly recommend everyone start there. And it's a free download that gives you a video tutorial on how to really set up the subconscious mind for accelerated manifesting and to help with clarity and focus and momentum in any and all areas of your life. So I've had so many people give me feedback on that. So I'd definitely go to matthewpatty.com and scroll down um, and you'll see my famous tennis ball technique. Definitely click on that link and subscribe. It's free and, uh, and you'll get a, a video and a PDF download that will walk you through that exercise. It's uh, very powerful and it's one that sets a beautiful foundation for the work that I do in alignment. That is awesome. Thank you so much. And in case you're listening and not where you can... See, it is Patty with an I, so Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-E-W, Patty, P-A-T-T-I, dot com. And Thanks. I can't wait to go look at that myself. <laughs> um, and that sounds perfectly, um, exactly what it is that I'm always trying to help my listeners and my clients with is to help them understand how to, what did you say, accelerated manifest, bleh, I can't say it, <laughs> accelerated manifestation. <laughs> Of, of what it is that we're all looking to do and create in our lives. And so right before the break, we were just talking about, we, we, we talked about the word alignment. We talked about the fact that it is availability and accessibility. And you gave some wonderful examples of, um, like, when you're in love, you see the world with eyes of love, right? Like, you're, you tend to see what it is that you're experiencing, which is also the vibration that you're putting out there. And that's why people um, – also, when they're angry, they tend to see the world in a really negative light, and, and that's maybe what they're even attracting into their lives. And so then we started talking about emotions, and I'd love to get a little bit back into that. Remind us the kind of main point that you're making about emotions, and then I want to talk about the role 
that they play as we move forward in this. Excellent. Yeah, emotions are, are definitely the fuel for our desires. It's uh, the fuel in our rocket ship. However, if we can imagine a rocket and we can imagine fuel canisters, and each time a fuel canister is spent or emptied on its trajectory to whichever destination, the moon or Venus or wherever, it's um, quite often it's not expended and released. So we carry old emotions around with us. So we carry debris around with us, which in effect, um, our emotions help to rewire and consistently maintain the same neural wiring of memory. And neuroscience has proven that only uh, at best case, up to 50% of our memories are accurate. The rest is embellishment based on how many times we say it to ourselves, how many times we share it with others. And so the details within our memory then are very important clues as to whether we cycle through similar behavior and therefore create consistent, repeatable patterns and experiences in our life, making our future look no different or very, very similar to our past, or whether we actually now, through the use of our emotions and other key focal points, can dial into a new alignment. And we, I call this the preferred reality. So we have the unferred and we have the preferred. And the preferred reality is what makes us feel good, what brings us joy, what expands us, what brings a smile to our face, what electrifies our body. That is alignment. So too is the non or the unpreferred. That is alignment as well. So it's like saying we have limiting beliefs and we have other beliefs. My personal view is that beliefs are beliefs. Beliefs are also alignment tools. So if a belief gives you a non-preferred reality or helps to cultivate a non-preferred reality, we may coin it as limited because we feel that the experience, i.e. the emotions that we express and experience in that uh, limited reality are contracted and, and lower, uh, in a lower vibration. So really alignment is focusing on your preferred. And so our emotions are that compass, they are also the fuel, and we can start with our emotions and trace them back into what elicits the feelings of these emotions. What, elicit, what is the feeling of these emotions? Um, where, where do we feel them in the body? What happens to us? And so we can then build a very basic map, a neural and a biological map in the body that we don't need to be a scientist to understand and appreciate. That when we do X, it feels good. When we do Y, it doesn't feel good. And so right. quite often our emotions um, are like the, the dirt in our heels. Unless we wash and bathe our feet, we are going to carry those dirt, the, the dirt, the past, the old uh, expression of the self, the old identity, the old thoughts, feelings and beliefs around with us. And therefore we're going to continue to, co to co-create a very similar future based on the pattern of, uh, of behavior. Therefore, the, uh, the, the emotions that we're experiencing. So how would you tell someone, so I know I used to do a lot of training 
with leaders and organizations, and we'd talk about emotional intelligence, and we would talk about things like, um, you know, being in control of your emotions or not letting them control you and or having even being held hostage to your emotions, if you will, because they often are a result of how even immediately we start interpreting what's happening around us and we start assigning a, a meaning and a story and we start thinking even how are we going to tell the story and often it's how we tell the story with us in the best light, right? <laughs> and, and we create, you know, a lot of people have talked about even having victim stories because we a lot of us grew up not being aware that we were even doing that. And so then feeling like all this stuff was happening to us rather than that we had any control over our lives. And I've gone to enough training myself as well as now teaching other people about how to shift into being more aware and understanding the emotions and understanding that everything that happens is actually neutral and we actually can assign any kind of meaning we want to what's happening. But you're taking that even further, and and I loved what you said about emotions are the compass and the fuel. And so rather than thinking about it in terms of we have to or can or should control our emotions, I I want to hear a little bit more about how you see that and how you would say, okay, Carla, for example, whoever's listening, maybe, um, you now are aware that you have these emotions. You're aware of the meanings that you're assigning to things. Now what? Now how do I use those emotions or, or you know, the, the propelling forward of the fuel into something different? Like you said, if you keep having the same reactions and the same emotions about things, you're never going to get anywhere new. So Ooh, what am I missing? What's, what's the piece that I don't quite know yet? <laughs> oh, good, good music between the notes question. And I love the mm-hmm. fact, Carla, that you brought up control. So really, really quickly, the the unpinning problem with why people don't manifest what they want, why they don't feel they they deserve what they want, why life isn't the way that they 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 desire it, is because of the perceived lack of control. So if we move the word control and replace it with awareness, then that that's the critical element there. So if we can be aware of when an emotion is arising in our body. When we are starting to, you know, um, tantalize, uh, explore the same type of thinking, oh, she said that, or he didn't do this, or, or that always happens this way because it's predictable, that's how I've experienced it in the past, then we are going to look to control environments and control outcomes based on our limited perception or our perception of what is possible for us. So awareness then, as we, if we can be aware of what emotions uh, we are feeding through our thoughts and through our actions and behavior in the world, then we can also choose whether to lean more into a preferred or lean unconsciously or consciously into the unpreferred. And so that's where people get caught up. So they seek to control their environment and they can want to control their inner feelings. So I can't possibly feel this, this, or this, and therefore I'm going to suppress it. And in suppressing it, 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 uh, it builds up charge and it builds up this you know, chemical interaction. And you can see it in people and it either manifests as a health disorder or disease or it manifests in, in other ways in their relationships or their finances. And typically people will say, well, I'm, I'm um, self-sabotaging. Self-sabotage mm-hmm. is like the, the term limiting beliefs. 
A self-sabotage is really an old wiring. It means that you're cross-wired. So while you're focusing on what you want, you still have a narrative that is playing out in your body as emotions and through your thoughts that is contrary to what you want. And so self-sabotage then confuses the field. It says, what am I focusing on? What is it that you want me to bring and magnetize to you? Is it this or this, this or this? And so therefore, self-sabotage is really self-doubt. And behind self-doubt is self-love. And so if we understand and appreciate that no matter who we are or what we've done, we are deservant of love and that we are love. Therefore, we are creators and creators, therefore, lovers. So whatever we, we intend and place our awareness on and, and therefore give instruction to and direction to, we can change. So is it really as simple as focusing on what you want instead of what you don't want? <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Straight up. I mean, how many times have, have you maybe asked someone, what is it that you want? And they go, um, um, and they'll spend, you know, two, three, four, even, you know, a, an ungodly 25 minutes telling you all the things they don't want. I've never right. ever asked anyone to, to look back into their past for answers. The answers will be revealed mm. and be, they will become sure-footed uh, as they continue to walk forward into their preferred. That's where healing takes place. And I, th I think we get afraid because maybe we've wanted what we wanted in the past and it didn't happen, so then we think, well, I must not deserve it. And I love what Most you said about the fact that, it, yes, we are all deserving of love, but we actually are love. So it's not even a matter of whether we deserve it or want to invite it or need to include it, but we actually already are that. Oh, yeah. And we could have a whole conversation around that premise because that's alignment. Mm. Alignment is wisdom, mm. power, and love. And when you are in alignment with that, then great things happen all day, every day. Mm. I mean, I know... Personally, I've been really on this journey and working on that and, and, and not even working on that, but working on keeping myself aware and, and noticing when I'm not in the place I want to be or not in alignment of that wisdom, power, and love so that I can stop going down those old, old patterns or old, old pathways of thought that has been keeping where I don't want to be. And it's really when I stop working on it and stop trying to figure it out, which are two old ways of thinking and talking about it that actually aren't serving me at all because it's it's just not doing that anymore. <laughs> and, yes. and when I focus on connecting directly with people, like when I connected with you, I had heard about you, I'd seen your name, I'd seen you in different places, but whatever happened in the moment that I chose to reach out and connect with you, I felt it first. And I think that's even what you're talking about with leading with the emotions of tapping into the, the positive power of where they can take you versus when they get you caught up inside yourself and in your own muck and yuck that block you from even seeing what's around you and what's available to you. Mm, I love that. Love that. The, mo most people, and I say in general terms, most people, but all the work that I've done with people everywhere, we're all the same. We're afraid to feel good all the time because there's a belief there that it's going to be taken away from us. 
So we attach ourselves to outcomes, i.e. preferred realities or experiences, and we strangle them out of fear. And so when we strangle them out of fear, we are believing that love is finite or that abundance is finite or that happiness is finite, when in fact, that is really just a wiring. You are just still biologically wired to an old belief that says, I can't have everything that I want all the time. Or if I do, someone's going to get hurt or someone's going to be angry with me. I'm going to let someone down. Whatever it may be, there is a narrative that is going on in the subconscious that your body represents the subconscious, which is why our emotions are very, very key and critical um, to, uh, to changing our subconscious. So when we understand that no matter what, how many times you fall off the horse, getting back on the horse is your, is your birthright. That's who you are. You know, you are a writer. You are a creator. You are a lover. You are an, an imagineer. That's who you are. Hmm. Any belief contrary to that is, is a mis, misnomer. It's a, it's a limiting one, which in, invariably you know, um, expresses itself in unpreferred experiences. So we continue to see, oh, I can't win all the time. Or I attract someone good and then someone bad and it can't be consistent. Well, that's because you're not consistent and because you're not consistent in your wiring and you're not consistent in your alignment because we move in and out of alignment all the time. And when we move out of alignment and it feels fractured or distorted or it feels heavy or, or contracted, it's with awareness, we can see that we've moved out of alignment and there's the lesson. So how do I move back into alignment? I feel the preferred elevated emotions by thinking and imagining vividly what it is that I want to create. And therefore, my body shows me that I'm experiencing it right now through my emotions mm. ahead of time. So you just answered the question I was going to ask of, like, how do we do that? So earlier you said when we were carrying all these emotions around and it's like walking around with dirt on our heels and we've got to stop and clean off our heels so that we are walking without the baggage of all these previous emotions. But what you just said about um, – and I'm sorry, I just forgot the word you used <laughs> – but um, – Vivid, I think is the word you use. Vividly imagining yes. the create what you're creating that that already brings you into that space. Is that what you do to clean your heels, if you will, or is there more to it than that? Well, that's the first point. Most uh, again, I come back to this thing. Most people in personal development and all the rest, they want to go back and dig up the past, and they want to find missing pieces in their past. Your, the imaginative act, which is the mind of God, in my view, is the most powerful instrument, the most powerful creative force to change your life. So imagine when you just fall in, the lo in, in, the, in love with someone. You can't stop thinking about them. So your body's chemistry becomes wired to the image of them. And so you become intimate with your imagination by thinking of them, feeling them, touching them, you can smell them. Your five senses come online inside your imagination, which is your sixth sense, which is the fifth dimension, which means your thought and feeling coexist simultaneously right now in this moment. So whatever you can think and feel 
and bring your body in alignment with and deepen your, your experience with and make it more real, more real on the inside than the outside world is pretending to be. Then you magnetize the field around you. You magnetize, you become an electromagnetic instrument to your desires. So, so most, again, I've got to stop saying, <laughs> but the, the hang up that people have is I don't feel I deserve to have the life that I want. Therefore, I've got to prove that I am worthy of being happy. So in order to prove that I'm worthy, I've got to go through struggle. I've got to go through lack and limitation. I've got to prove to others that I can survive and that I'm resilient. And I've got to have a story that supports that narrative or that, that journey. Wow. It's, it's BS. It's the BS USB stick <laughs> that is stuck in most people's neck and stops them from living their life, uh, living a life with zero limits living a life of fulfillment, joy, peace, abundance, whatever it may be. So at the end of the day, become intimate with your desires. Go to bed with them, wake up with them, remind yourself of them each day and vividly lean into them, which means to realign is the same as rehearse. Realign and rehearse this reality inside your imagination, inside the sixth sensory being that you are as many times during the day as you can, regardless of the evidence and facts that exist outside of you. All of that that exists outside of you is the world of shadow. It's the world of the past. It's the sum total of all your thoughts, feelings and actions up to this moment. So if you can wow. bring your awareness to, am I focusing outside more than inside? And then if I am, then focus on the inside, light up my imagination, get the lightning strikes going in my cells and my DNA, and then wire myself into alignment by rehearsing vividly every day my ultimate reality. Wow, wow, wow. And we are already at the end of our show. We've got just one minute left. So what is it that you are wiring into your reality going forward? Or what is one last thing for us to, to hear from you and this amazing wisdom that you've just started sharing? I can't wait to hear more, but we're at the end of our show today. So what would you say? I would say that everything is possible. And for 2020, I want to gather, I want to bring people together and I want to reinvent the word imagination and what it means to be a superhuman being. That is amazing. I can't wait to have more conversations with you about that. And imagine Thanks for listening to another episode of Bring Your Brilliance with Carla Taylor. For the latest updates and info on personal branding, please follow and interact with Carla Taylor on LinkedIn. And be sure to visit www.itstimetobringit.com. Join Carla Taylor every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, keep shopping.